Hi, I'm Daniel Kayser, the content manager at Startup Edmonton, and welcome to the Get Started Show, a show where we talk about getting started with the people who got started. And to help us kick the day off, we're having some delightful morning food from both the Rice Bowl and Oodle Noodle with Hayro from LearnKey. Hi, everyone. Hi, Dan. I'm Hayro. I'm the founder of LearnKey.com, an online marketplace that easily connects you to instructors worldwide. Awesome. And uh, so what what uh, what food do you have uh, today? Um, I got some uh, flat rice noodles from Rice Bowl. Mm-hmm. Enjoy them with you and share break bread with you. Yes. <laughs> and and I got um, ginger beef uh, from uh, Oodle Noodle, which is uh, an Edmonton uh, sort of institution at this point that's been around for a couple of decades now. I'm just going to have a nice little bite of my ginger beef here. Like, mm, mm. And I'm going to have a bite of my egg rolls. Mm. Mm. Just sort of kind of get into uh, uh, what's going on uh, with your with your company. Um, well, I have are, a couple of questions for you. We are in a place where, where I can think of calling it like a rebirth. Mm-hmm. After one year of hitting our head on lots of blocks and barriers and using failures as step stones, as the classic saying says, we got to a point where we said, okay, now we learned a lot. Let's scrap all we've done and start fresh with all the learnings, ideas, and taking a little bit more holistic approach and tone the arrogance down, be humble, and mm-hmm. start over. So that's where we are. <laughs> awesome. Uh, sort of along those same lines, um, in the early stages, what's something about customer validation that you wish somebody had told you before you got started? Um, you never know how much you don't know. <laughs> Whatever you think you don't know, multiply it by thousands and think that's still half of it because you have no idea. Um. And uh, how do you think founders should balance between targeting local markets and global markets when targeting early on? Because your your company can sort of target both. Yeah, that's true. And I think it will depend on the business and the startup. There are startups that have to start locally. There are startups that will attempt to start globally and it will work for them. Uh, as, As I was sharing where we are in our company, by our mistakes, we learned that starting small and starting locally is a major benefit and it's very counterintuitive. That's why founders like me make this huge uh, mistake of saying, oh, we're going to conquer the world tomorrow or maybe by the evening today. So what, what I strongly recommend and sharing my pains is find one customer, make that one customer happy, find the next one, make that next one customer happy, and maybe next time you can try two at a time. But uh, starting locally, starting small is is very important because it adds to your knowledge, to your understanding of what customers really want, what they, who they are, how they think, where they live, what they breathe, which is key. If you don't know that, you don't know anything. Yeah. So, so it's sort of like, it's much better to have one customer who you can understand what they want than two, and you have no idea why they came to you. Yes. That's why, like, when we're talking to our customers, we love when they say no, and mm-hmm. then we start learning, like, why? What do you think we could have done to turn your no into a yes? And even if we don't close a sale or we get a denial, we we learn much more that will help us to bring in more people. So, yeah. Um, and uh, so uh, before uh, you were with LearnKey, 
what's one thing from your experience in project management in the mining industry that uh, applies to building a startup? You don't have to know every single part of your business to be able to manage it. Like project managers are people, and project managers will probably hate me after I say this, who don't have to do anything. Their main key is to manage and managing means for me is helping your team to succeed by eliminating barriers, understanding their needs, providing for them, giving them the tools and making them happy in whatever they want to achieve. And all the achievements of your individual team members will then bring you to your achievements. So that's what I'm trying to do to see how I can facilitate team members to do what they do best because they are the professionals. I'm just a guy telling them what I want and help them to get there provide them with the tools, uh, hear, understand, and coordinate. So there will be lots of people working and my, my management ability will help me harmonize the effort and help the team move in the same direction. And there is a trick, not a trick, but something they say in management, it's not so much important in the very beginning to move in the right direction. You have to manage to believe the team will move in the same direction and then adjust the direction afterwards. So that's the challenge for the PMs, to identify directions, to make sure the team is harmonized, they talk the same language, they breathe the same air, and they're moving in the same direction. Perfect. Uh, and, and so uh, within your, your industry, what is your vision uh, for the online learning space in the future going forward? Um, uh, I get this question asked a lot, and to my uh, to my uh, my opinion in there is that uh, education is the least developed or least progressed area of our lives. If you look at anything else, like you look at the cars, look at the planes, look at the hospitals, look at whatever we're doing, like look at your phone. And if you go 100 years back, nothing will look the same in the world except education. We still have 20, 40 people sitting in one classroom. One person, the teacher, the lecturer, is sharing his view of things and you have to comply. And that's, I think, is a major problem. I understand why it was like this before. When you go back to Alexander the Great, he had one teacher. And there, there were limited number of people who had limited access to information. So if I knew a couple of things in the village, I would share it with 40 people, 60 people. But now when we have so much information and we have so many people who know and not utilizing internet to connect these people to share information. Because in the end, what is education is sharing of information. That's where I think the problem is that we, we have this uh, form of education that one teacher will teach 100 people the same thing. Especially now with these new technological tools, they are working against this logic. Now they are producing video courses that serve 10,000 people and tell them the same thing. And they expect everybody is thinking the same way. Everybody will have the same progress. Everybody will understand it. And I'm like, no, we have to utilize the internet to decentralize education, to make it more democratic. And one of my uh, daughters, I, I was doing this, like I asked her seven plus seven, we were doing, and she said, what color is the second seven? So people are different, they are different, they want to learn in a different way. And the only way you can provide this customization is that one person will share the information to another person in a way that meets the both needs. So I'm like a matching business, like a date business where <laughs> a teacher will find the perfect student and they can learn. That's one thing. 
And uh, when you look at the industry development as well, like in the last century, we were, as a world, we were industrializing. So we needed engineers, we needed workers, we needed operators, we needed pilots. So we needed a lot of the same. Now the world is a completely different place. There are professions that have no names. There are people who work as something and there is no name for that. They come up with names. Like, what do we call this guy? What is his job? Because it's new. And most of them are in a, in, a, in a merger of, I don't know, health and robotics, I don't know, space engineering and, and, or, and I don't know what, some other things, that weird stuff. So you cannot use that holistic, one system, systematic approach to provide for educational needs. The other aspect of this is that the content that is being taught is being outdated so fast that what you learned last year may not be applicable this year. So I have an experience with some video courses. You learn something, by the time you finish your course, the software already updated to version 5.0 and whatever you learn, you don't need. You, by the time you finish, you have to start again. So all these challenges have to be considered when providing some new uh, methodologies, new uh, tools, new platforms where people can exchange information. One other key difference, key uh, change is that before the education and learning was based on memory. You had to know things. Now you have to know how to find the things because memory is automated. Everything is there, is right in this screen. Everything, you don't need to know, you don't need to remember. You have to learn how to learn, not learn. You have to know how to get the right information in the right time and apply it. So before they were more like, oh, tell me this, tell me this. And you have to make sure that you memorize. And remembering a lot of things is not being smart. Remembering is meaning you have good memory or you read the same thing for so many times that it's already imprinted in your brain, taking extra space. So that's another challenge with the newer world that we don't need to put a lot of things in our brains because it's already put somewhere where we can easily access it. They put it there. They organized it. They gave you the tools to find it in less than a second. Why do you need to memorize all these things? And and so uh, LearnKey is uh, is jumping in there by by helping people who want to be educated matched up with the best process for finding somebody in this modern world. Yes, there are some factors there because it depends what you want to learn. So I wouldn't mm -hmm. recommend you going on a surgery with someone who got his health uh, on LearnKey. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, various. Uh, paths, various journeys of people in the world, they require different skills in a different pace. So it's not only how you learn, it's not only what you want to learn, it's not only with whom you want to learn it, but it's also why you need that skill. So mm -hmm. if I'm sitting at home, I want to do as, I don't know, I may come up with an app. Uh, I mm -hmm. can Google, I can YouTube, I can spend ton of time looking for what I need. Some of the time will be wasted because I will be just watching through a video to see if I find the right uh, content applicable to my case, and it will be a very time-consuming, sometimes also costly process because I may buy this course, I may buy that course, then I don't know how much experience you have video courses. First seven hours will be just an introduction, and then you have to spend another three hours going through stuff that you already know, but you cannot fast forward because you may miss something new that you paid for already, and then your motivation goes down, and then you're like, oh, and then you just... Done. Not everybody, like every, as I said, every person has his own way of learning. So uh, the advantage that LearnKey gives you is you can find a person who can teach you what you need now. 
You can ask your questions right away, get the answer. So you will end up spending less money because all the cost that you spend is targeted towards your unique needs, your unique learning style. And uh, it's much more time and cost efficient. It's VIP service. It's tailored to you. Like you, you can buy your clothes in Walmart or you can go to an individual tailor. He will measure you up and say, okay, this is the perfect suit for you. So that's what we're trying to achieve. On the other aspect as a, as a specifics of this business, they say uh, talent has no boundaries, but opportunities do. So we're trying to provide, we're trying to erase the borders to make the opportunity also uh, without the boundaries. So people who are living in uh, less developed countries, they will have an opportunity to share their knowledge with the population of the countries that are uh, paying much higher rates because the salary levels are higher. Somebody from Armenia, somebody from Middle East will be able to share their knowledge with someone from US or Canada. And it will be a win-win because the person from a less developed country has extra opportunity to generate income based on his knowledge and experience and talent. And it is a win for me because I don't have to pay 60, 80 bucks an hour. I can pay 30, 40, 20. And they, on the other end, will make a decent living out of it. Sometimes people will even convert to this as a full-time job. So that's the, that's the overall approach. Like to make sure that people can freely find the person who can teach them. And on the other end, provide a platform for the teachers an opportunity to generate additional income based on their knowledge, experience, and talents. Excellent. Well, that that was an incredibly uh, sort of robust telling of uh, of what you do there. Um, uh, I, I I could sense like right from when you started talking how passionate you are about the, the top, the bottom, the left, and the right of this business. So yeah, if not that, I wouldn't have started because mm -hmm. these ideas were in my head for long, 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 and only this passion kind of made me make the step. And as soon as I made the step, I was like, I should have started five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's always the the sign that you're on the right path is that yes. you're like, oh, I wish I had been do doing this earlier than now. Um, uh, so so we do we do have another portion of our show here, which is a uh, a sort of an online media deep dive uh, where we go through social media and online content and ask our guests to explain what's happening in a particular photo. Uh, now, this one is something that was already a little bit related to Startup Edmonton. Uh, so uh, can you just tell us a little bit about the process of uh, of you showing up this Propel Showcase? Yeah, so uh, uh, this is my first time I went in front of the camera in my life that was going to be broadcasted, so I was like very, very, very worried. Uh, this is when uh, we were presenting uh, on, the, on the startup show, like the launch party. There were a couple of companies selected to show, and I, I was explaining why it's time to stop producing bricks in the wall in the education system. That's, that's how I show the brick in the wall, I guess. <laughs> Uh, that's that's very that's great um and uh so uh before we we sign off today i i just want to thank you very much for for sharing your knowledge and your passion with us and uh to to tell our viewers and listeners where they can uh find you online and where they can find out more about uh Lurky. yeah thank you. all my pleasure and thank you for considering me for the show i appreciate the chance to share my view and uh Vision and everybody can uh, find our uh, website at learnkey.com. It's spelled L R N K E Y.com. 
currently it's the MVP. We're planning to launch the new redesign in three, four weeks. And uh, uh, please, if, and if you are not interested, visit it, provide some feedback, constructive feedback. If something doesn't work, let us know and we'll, we'll, we'll be very, very thankful. Okay, thank you very much. And uh, just to let uh, people know who are listening or watching today, uh, since 2009, uh, Startup Edmonton has been supporting entrepreneurs as they launch and grow. We're here to help connect people with ideas to the resources that will help them turn those ideas into startup companies. If you're uh, listening today and you found this conversation helpful, please like and subscribe to get more tips directly from founders who got started. And for more information, visit startupedmonton.com. Uh, thank you again, Aro, and uh, to our viewers and listeners today for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you very much.